podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Thursday, episode 695 of Coach Unplugged. We're going to do part two of our interview with Joseph. Um, before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout, quick shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, like I said, I think I think my record is 23 seconds taking that thing down. So great to do it. Um, Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you like these podcasts, if you want a way to give back, um, come join for a couple months. Come join for six months. Come join for a year. I don't have a lifetime membership. I'm always willing to to discuss it but i just haven't pulled that map or pulled that uh trigger yet um if you're if you're looking for a roadmap that's where the map came from if you're looking for a roadmap you're looking for a mentor come over and check us out i think you'll love it all right let's head off to the podcast and i have a lot of expectation from these kids and i have high standards but um they they, they follow suit pretty quickly and they, they do a good job with it did you yeah. uh did you play windermere prep when you were was that there when you went to school yeah so we so i played windermere prep as a player and then also as the coach and um they, they had they have a heck of a program down there we windermere beat them prep. we beat them this year we won that tournament this year um yeah so so huge uh, oh my god they had two six eleven kids you, you talk about the chinese kid they had oh right my now. god and he could <laughs> play man hey he has he has offers from so many schools he you know um uh, an, a quick a quick little story there is um while i was in orlando florida i coached at um the christian school okay during the summers i coached um with an aau program called team parsons um channel parsons who's the nba players i sponsor name of the team was cp25 and that Chinese kid actually plays for us. Oh, he does. And like after his first tournament, like Florida and Oklahoma State offers him as a freshman. I mean, he was, I think he's a sophomore now. I think he's, he's a, a sophomore, sophomore now. Yeah. And we basically, now. I mean, they had another big kid that was more like the traditional big kid. This kid's right. more, if I can describe it for the listeners, it's like six, eight, six, nine, like Giannis like. Like he, okay. He, he can, he can shoot, he can drive, he can yeah. rebound. He does a little bit of everything. And my tiles guy was like six, five, but we just, def- we just defended them. Yeah. Um, we took their guard pressure out of it. We played really well in the championship, but uh, yeah, they was, he was like, I mean, we just like, we just had to stop him. We tried yeah, to physical him. Yeah, he, um, he's the guy right now, and they, they have a pretty solid team. I, I know I, I, you remember Jason Williams, White Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his son plays on that team, and, and you know, they're, they're a solid, solid team, solid program. They were good. Yeah, it was um, – it was something. It's quite a school. Like, holy yeah. crap. Hey, 20, about twenty to 21000 a year to attend school there. That's that's if you commute. We looked it up. If, you, if, you, if you're if you a boarding kid, it's like $60,000. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, well, I'm going to go buy a Tesla. You can go to the public <laughs> school. And Coach is a great guy. And the AD was – I've had the AD on my podcast. I mean, it was it was a hey, great well, – we would, we will, we'll go back at some point. That was a great tournament. Yeah. We yeah, loved it. Yeah, great people. Coach, the coach there used to be an assistant at Providence. Um, yeah. Down, Jacksonville, where Grayson Allen was there, and he's a good dude, real he good. Is. Dude. He is, and they were, and they were. I mean, they're a class act. It was a great, it was great for us. I mean, it was a beat a kid. We beat a team from Ohio before that. That was really good. That was actually one of the questions I had for you. You know, how do you feel about 
traveling out of your area for like tournaments is that uh, like I do, I, yeah like now we're supposed to go we're supposed to go to the villages next year playing that one i don't i mean colt and i i had the head coach on i don't know a month ago colt's gonna and he's a great guy and um i don't think we'll be able to go him and i are just kind of waiting to see mm -hmm. um i just don't know if we'll be able to travel at that point mm -hmm. uh, but i think there i first of all i'm old so i like to get out of the winter for a couple days <laughs> Uh, it's been good enough to compete we won um we won the one in um oh where was that uh it was the it was four teams um it was in ocala i think it was in ocala what's the big there was a big tournament in ocala it was i forgot the name of that tournament but i know what you're talking about yeah we won kingdom of the sun kingdom, yeah, of, the kingdom sun. of the sun so That's we won it. kingdom of the sun like four years ago and again legit tournament like legit players there's some, there's some legit tournaments down there in central florida they are and, and it's really good so the reason we do it is um it's a retreat Correct. um it's right. really good it's really good and we to be honest with you we're in, we're in the midwest we can we can defend we'll, we'll defend you we might we're not going to out athletic you but we're going to defend you you know it's Bo ryan it's dick bennett it, you know it's 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 yeah. hack well we're going to defend you so we can compete i think because we can normally defend but i do it more like if we go down and go two and one or one and two i don't really care about that i mean i want to win too but yeah. Um, it's more about like I'm getting them away. That's yeah. the thing. It's like if I was you guys, I'd go north. Like I'd go show them snow. Like mm -hmm. seriously, like do something the polar opposite. You just you're just pulling them out of their comfort zone, and now all of a sudden they got to be friends with these guys for three straight days, and they got to yeah. eat together. And they got to. I love that idea. I, I, you know, I'm I'm with that 100. Yeah. It, but now in the COVID world, this isn't going to happen. Like you know, <laughs> we're basically on top of each other for you know but in a year or two when this all settles down i i always tell coaches if you can do, even if it's um you know we go to chicago you know we're three hours from chicago if we even went to chicago and stayed a couple nights as long as i get them out of their comfort zone and use it as a retreat because all they're doing is playing basketball like they're eating they're playing xbox and they're and they're playing and they're playing basketball that's all they're doing and sleep um, <laughs> That, that's it that's all they yeah. do so it's like they don't have i mean they're texting their girlfriends and all that kind of stuff but they're, they're they can't go see them they can't do anything um there's something, special. there's something special about being away with your teammate i can remember when i played you know that's just a great time yeah and those great are the memories that they're gonna, that's what they'll remember that's, that's what right they really will remember what do you look for in a player you know work ethic is a big thing for me um attitude um and just you know what type of grit the kid has um, it's that x factor thing yeah exactly yeah you know I, I was i was the type of player which i you know i wasn't i played with three division one guys and you know i was that role player so you know i was the guy that dove on the floor and took charges and just do what i had to do to get on the court and and i, I just love seeing that in the player and you know talent is great and i think you need talent to win basketball games that's for sure but you know when you can take a talented player and just you know make him as tough as you could possibly make him it's just great great to see when you see a talent to players also diving on the floor and taking charges stuff like that but yeah you know players you know players are players you love players with talent player that can shoot the ball in high school you just don't it's, sometimes it's hard to find that well-rounded usually they're good at one or two and then you're trying to hide the other you're trying to hide the bad things Yes, sir. Um, what uh, what's one coaching moment that that the listeners we could dive into that the, that might the in, the listeners might find interest? Like so, like so. This is, I always have a hard time with this question, but it's like, is there is there a good moment, a bad moment, a good coaching moment, a bad coaching moment that we could dive into that would be a teachable moment for a listener of the podcast? I, I will say, um, one one thing I learned this year is you know I'm pretty intense, especially when it comes to game time. You no, know, and. I, 
and, 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 I'm, and I'm on my guys and, you know, I'm coaching them up. But something I've been working on and something I'm like, I got to do better at, finding those times to praise them as well um, when they're doing something well. Or sometimes even just getting on a kid about, you know, hey, Jace, you're not boxing out, Jace. And then, but you know what? He goes down to court and does something else great right after that, saying something positive. You know, I, I think sometimes we could get negative, 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 get about the positive sometimes. And these, ultimately, these kids are trying. They're trying. They're, 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 they're working hard and they're, they're trying their best but um you know i gotta I, sometimes I, that's my focus this year hey i gotta stay positive and, and it's hard it's hard it um yeah and the, and the problem is if we're and this is what i always tell young coaches too if you're always on them they're gonna tune you out it's the right. bobby knight syndrome like you can't tell me those guys listened to bobby knight for four straight years they listened to him but they didn't really listen to him they had to tune him out because he's always yelling at him. you know at least that was a perception he was always yelling at him what's the biggest change you've seen in the game since you played well i think since i play you know the whole travel basketball thing was just kind of getting started back in the day was um the elite players were playing on travel teams as we're taping this i said literally a world pandemic was the only thing that would tra stop travel back like <laughs> literally this is the only thing that would stop aau or grassroots basketball was a world pandemic because nothing was stopping this train other than this. there's a lot of there's a lot of people around the country that are scrambling right now a lot of a lot of like au programs a lot of people were depending on a lot of money that ain't coming in that's, that's very true and they're still hoping they still have some type of hope for the summer they hope well, for I mean, july they're hoping for july you know? well i mean you know with travel basketball you know it's a lot of good programs out there especially there are, don't get me wrong there are but there's a lot of guys there's a lot of people making a lot of money there are a lot of guys making and so money. is the ncaa don't get me wrong i'm not yeah. i'm not saying that's bad yeah the ncaa lost a lot of money too that you know and, and you know and obviously i think one thing we've seen out of the norm is a lot of transfer i think it happens a lot more in florida than it happens up here hey everybody hope you're enjoying the podcast please subscribe and like uh, no matter where you listen to podcasts whether you're jogging walking the dogs walking the kids playing at the pool uh, go over and subscribe apple would be great a five star <laughs> if you're gonna do a two star don't do it spotify or wherever you listen um, we would also love if you went over to teachubes.com it's what allows us to keep the lights on here and keep things at chugging um, so go over and check that out 14 day free trial uh, you know, everyone's got to work on their game and their craft, come over and help us. And then the last thing is if you're thinking of, um, looking for other podcasts, go over and check out high school hoops, um, and teacher side gig. Those are two other ones. And we, we might have a fourth one in the, in the tank, but we'll, we'll tease you on that one. All right, let's head back to the podcast. It does. It does. And, and, and I think if you have the right program and you're doing the right things, kids are going to stick around. And so but, what's the rule in Florida? Yeah, I think you just can't, you can't transfer during the school year. Mm -hmm. So it's the Wild West in the summer then. Yeah, in the Wild West, you know, there's, there's you know, kids trying to poach kids to different schools. So if I'm, if I'm at your school freshman year and halfway through freshman year, I go, I'm, I want to, I want to leave, then I'm ineligible the rest of the year. But what happens if my family moves to Miami? Then I think you can't play but i think you have to the school that you're coming from have to sign some type of it's waiver. a it's a fee thing yeah i can't imagine you wouldn't be eligible if you move so in the bigger cities it's even worse probably yeah see after you're you're you have to have a full and complete move in wisconsin and then after sophomore year you're non-varsity for a year it's interesting 
I yeah. mean, my theory is kids should be able to go to any school they want to go to. That, that is very true. I it mean, we true. live in the U.S. Come on. If my daughter's really good at drama in, middle, in, in, a, in a suburban town, has a better drama school, she should be able to go there. I'll pay taxes. To, you know? Yeah, I was, talk, I was talking to one of my buddies just last well, either last night, two nights ago, about kids. And, you know, I think, I think, like I said, if you're doing the right things as a program and, you know, and you're not giving them too many reasons to start looking somewhere else. Yeah, and, and you're coaching them up. Yeah, coach them up. Yeah. I think you're gonna keep majority of your kids around. I agree. All right. Any other I've I have some rapid questions for you. Are you ready for these? I'm ready, coach. Okay. What is your favorite brand of basketball? So what I mean by that is the actual ball you use during the game. You do. And why? You know, it's just we played with the rock, we played with the rock at Windermere too. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a popular ball down there. I don't know. It, it, it's been some pretty good balls, but that's just a ball that, you know, the kids kind of like, like the grip of it. They like the feel. What's one word to describe your ideal player? I would say committed. Okay. Committed to the program, committed to just um, doing whatever they need to do. to. Okay. What's one thing you do to become a better coach? Continue to learn, stay humble, and listen to your players. Uh, if you could go to one sporting event in the entire world, what would it be and why? I would say the Final Four. It's unbelievable. I took my son last year when Virginia won. It was crazy. Final Four, I, I, I just know it's a great environment. College kids play hard year-round, but, man, when you're on that, on that stage, I know I, it gets a little bit more intense. Lo, I would love to see it. Yeah, you, you got to go. You got to go when it comes – Usually, sometimes they hold it. I think there wasn't there one in Tampa. I think there might have been one in Tampa at one point. Uh, I'm not sure. I know. I know we're home. Atlanta always saw some. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta yeah. has some. Yes, sir. Atlanta has them because I think that's where the NCAA's are. Um, what's your favorite pregame meal? I love some Chick Fil A. I love Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A sauce should be illegal. Like it should be like against the law to eat that stuff. Chick Fil A. I I just love the lemonade, man. Ooh, yes, the frosted lemonade's really good. I know. Touche. Um, one skill not being taught in today's game. I would say, uh, I got two things. We teach it here, but I've, I've seen it. One is boxing out, and two is communicating on defense. Communication's horrible in today's game. I, I agree. One thing you do to relax. Listen to podcasts, to be honest. <laughs> there you go. There's a there's a cheap plug for Coach Unplugged. I will take that. Uh, one coaching technique you think's important. Um, coaching technique would be get on the player's level. Dude, what do you mean by that? Relating to them. Not, not being just coach-coach. And this is what I'm missing in this COVID crisis because I'm not I'm not building that relationship I need with them because I don't see them. You know, Zoom calls don't do it. It's not the same. I agree. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? All right, I won't. I won't. I, I, I'll stick. I'll stick with high school. I actually watched J.R. Smith played in high school, and he was pretty good in high school. I bet he was pretty good in high school. What's the best basketball player of all time? All time? Got to give it to Michael Jordan. I think you do, too. I've had a couple other votes for other people, but that he's 6-0 and in the finals and never went to a game seven. I, Russell's the only one I can put in that because he won 10, I think, or 9. Now, Russell was before my time. Yeah, well, he's before but, my uh, time, too. Yeah. <laughs> you can so still I, put him in there, you know. Yeah, like, you can. You can. Yeah. But I, I, will, I will give it to Jordan, especially with the last dance happening and everyone kind of catching up, seeing who he was as a competitor. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got to give it to him. What's your favorite drill? Man, four-man shell. shell why why four-man shell? Getting after it on defense. Just intensity, talking, seeing the kids move, seeing the kids talk. Um, Just just we we, we go at it. Yeah, I, li- I like it better than five-man because there's more space. Um, Correct. I do. I do like four-man shell better than five-man. Um, One thing that helped you become a better coach? I would say other coaches. Um, Best game you've seen in person? Best game I've seen in person person you know we at our last school at my last school about two years ago we actually played in the state championship game and um, we lost 
but it was a great game. <sighs> I've lost like four or five of them. I, I don't even count how many I've lost. Those hey, are you, you, what, you won three? I've won three. Hey, man, some, some coaches haven't won one. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just telling you. So the first one I lost was – I lost the first one in 04, and then I won in 05. But I'm telling you, when you lose the state championship, it is – it is in the championship game, horrible. I mean, first of all, no one's going to feel sorry for me. So I understand. Don't send me emails. Don't send me hate mail. I get it. Very blessed. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's like it's like being Senator Clinton. And you're so close to being president and then you lose. I can't imagine how bad all the people that, like, how bad did Romney feel? Like, I mean, I understand he, he, he lost to Barack, who's probably one of the best presidents in the last hundred, I, whatever. Yeah. We can talk politics another time. But, but you're, you're this close to being the most powerful person in the world and you lose. Not comparing a state championship to that, but it yeah. feels that bad. It's like. And, and we, and we lost it. We had the last shot. Oh. And we lost. It kind of like what Butler did to Duke, man. Just you know, right off, right off the backboard and off the rim, just so close to going in. And if and it goes in, you win. If it goes in, we win. You know. Oh, uh, but we didn't. We, we that kid's gonna good. live with that forever. Yeah, but you know, it was a great, it was a great game against a great team. So. You know. Oh, those are that's yeah. Anyway, um, one one word to describe your coaching style. I will say in, intense. Okay. Best basketball coach of all time. Bob Hurley Sr. He's gotten some votes. Um, one, uh, your favorite quote. I would say you, you actually said it early in, in, in the get out of your comfort zone. If you ever want to take anything to the next level, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You know, you can start selling books and call it Amazon.com. No one was buying books online. And now look at him. He's probably going to solve this pandemic problem. And he's a billionaire. I mean, I'm just telling you, like Steve Jobs, who thought, so people forget about Steve Jobs that when the, the, the people had an iPod first, then the, then the iPhone ate the iPod. And people were going, what are you doing? Because he was thinking outside his comfort zone, right? And he was like, you don't have one of your thing. Take, you do the other thing. Why would you do that? You could sell both of them because he was thinking outside the box. I always yeah. tell people, I, I, I hate the expression thinking outside the box too, yeah. um, because there shouldn't even be a box. Thinking outside it, that means there's actually a box. You just yeah. think differently. Yeah, uh, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, but you know, when you, and I tell kids, get out of your comfort zone. You know, I get it. It's, it's easy to stay in it it's easy to know. just keep going with the flow but whether whether it's me coaching or my kids playing you know each and every one of us got to get out get out of our comfort you got to get out of your comfort zone all right so so the last question here coach is what would you tell a younger coach or your younger self you know um i always like that as my last question too because it's yeah. always like everyone always <laughs> thinks for a while <laughs> Well, I will say this. I still consider myself a young coach, 32 years old. Yeah, but you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not the freshman coach that. Yeah, I'm not the freshman coach. You know, I will say this. Um, if I could tell a young coach anything would be, you know, just do things the right way. Do it the right way for the right reasons, you know, and, and, no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. No All shortcuts. right, Coach. Thank you for – hey, so in a couple years when you get a gym built and you used to host your first tournament, we'll come down and play. You know that – We could, we could, we could bust down to Pensacola. Shoot. Like, we don't even yeah. have to fly. Yeah, you, you could bust down and, you know, maybe even get a beach house over here, man. I know. We're not, we're not too far. I know. the little, And they have little pools in them and stuff, at least in, in Panama City and stuff. I know when we looked at that at one point. But thank you for being on. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.